0: Welcome to the second episode of The Local. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Jordan Hauser Digital, that's my video company here in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. If you're looking to attract more customers to your business in this day and age, you need to be using video. There's a reason why YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. People like watching videos. As a customer, I could visit your website and look at all the text that you have there, or, or... I could watch a video that shows me just enough about your business to get me in the door or on the phone. We're living in a world right now where one good video could lead to a massive social following and change your business forever. If you're interested in adding video to your marketing strategy, you can contact me on Facebook and Instagram at Jordanhauserdigital. Today in studio we have Kelly Brisbane. She's the director of corporate engagement and events for the Westmoreland Cultural Trust. She's here to tell us about all the upcoming events in Greensburg and all the incredible things that the Cultural Trust is doing, not only for our community here in Greensburg, but the surrounding communities as well. Here we go. Welcome to the local a seven two four a podcast. In three, two, one. Hey, Kelly. Hey, how are you?
1: Great, great. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. I'm
0: excited to have you on.
1: Looks incredible.
0: Thank you so much. It's very <laughs> cool.
1: Later Can people otherwise. see it? Are you to oh, post? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got the GoPro running. <laughs> awesome. I
0: throw that up on YouTube. <laughs> but um, so I'm like real excited to have you on. I wanted to really kind of get with people that are doing amazing things in Greensburg for the community. And you are obviously at the very top of that list.
1: Thank you. So,
0: I mean, a lot of events that, um, you know, you throw all the time. And I feel like those are things that people are talking about. That's what reminds me of, you know, you know, Fort Ligonier days or like being out in Lancaster and like having all these people just running around town. Super important. People love that.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Um, You know, whenever I first started with the Cultural Trust in 2013, there was a template of basically how things were done. And so um, I was mentored and had an awesome opportunity to learn under some really fabulous people about the ways that they had been doing it for a very long time. So um, once I got my my feet wet, and I, uh, you know, took the reins, I was able to then kind of tweak things and see, you know, what people are interested in. And as you know, like taking a look at Greensburg and seeing where the void is and what people are hungry for. So I feel like we've been really good at doing that. And we will continue to do that. Um, it's not always easy. But I think the community definitely has spoken that they're very interested in the direction that we've been moving.
0: Absolutely. I mean, like just the music event that you guys threw. That was the second one.
1: Our second annual Greensburg Music Fest. Yes.
0: That was incredible. It I,
1: really was.
0: <laughs> like, I didn't even know that it was happening. We just happened to have dinner plans with our friends that night. We went to Oliver's. We were hanging out, having dinner. Did you get into Oliver's? We got in. Okay. We were like, we normally go on like, what was that? A Thursday?
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, like, no, no. It was Friday, Friday. Friday night. Okay.
0: So we normally go like during the week and we were just like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> And, you know, there were people outside walking up and down the streets. And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. And then it clicked. I saw it on Facebook. And that was just amazing. For the rest of the night, we went out and just walked around.
1: Yeah, it was. It was incredible. I I really think Mother Nature was on our side. Thank God. Oh, for
0: sure. (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't have been a better night.
1: For sure. And I think, you know, one of the things that we were also considering and planning it was how to make sure that those local businesses also reap the benefits. So um, there were many of them that also helped and assisted in the marketing efforts for the mm. event. Sadly, you didn't see our marketing efforts, right, but yeah. <laughs> but you know, just getting everybody to kind of come together and collectively understand the importance of us coming together, mm. so that we could inform as many people as possible, have as many people engaged, a part of the event, letting their people you know know about it. It. And I think it was a huge success. You know, we, we did have food trucks because a lot of people love yeah. to have food, food trucks and food vendors, but we also positioned them strategically so that, you know, those local restaurants still were able to have a packed house, which they all did. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was packed for sure. Um, it was a
1: great day for Greensburg. I think so. Yeah. I mean,
0: just the fact that you could walk to... How many you guys had eight stages eight locations 7
1: 7 stages that we as the cultural trust um organized mm-hmm. and then we had like I said local restaurants and other organizations nonprofits the museum participated they had right. a really awesome exhibit um and a vinyl listening station so there are other you know locations involved that we as the cultural trust um were in charge of those seven areas and we had over 38 bands playing in greensburg which is <laughs> Really awesome. Yeah.
0: I mean, just like that, just to hear that 38 bands in Greensburg in one night, Yeah, walking out, having fun, doing whatever you want to do. It's just like, it's such a fun thing. And
1: well, yeah. And it was also what, what I, you know, focused on this year because last year it was a lot smaller. Mm -hmm. Um, We wanted to kind of take the temperature of the area and see if it was what people wanted and they did. Um, But we wanted to incorporate All different kinds of music because, you know, country music's not for everybody. You know, easy listening's not for everybody. (laughs) Rap (laughs) is definitely not for everybody. Metal, hard rock. So. Um this year we incorporated for uh, the first time a children's area mm-hmm. and kids actually got to listen to people kind of within the age demographic where they're able to look up to them and be like I want to be like that and right. you know maybe want to learn an instrument or learn how to sing. Um uh, we did karaoke later in the night so they could actually oh, get up and be the star. <laughs> Miss that. But we also had a country, you know, country area um, and then we, the best in my opinion, and I, I don't know if I can tell you that this is what I thought was the best, but I think the most interesting area was we had a parking garage. It was called our Fringe Stage and, um, volunteer Phil Harold, who is huge in the music industry. Mm-hmm. His father was one of my great friends and, uh, volunteers as well for the Westmoreland Cultural Trust. He, um, he took on a leadership role for that stage and that was the area where it was for punk and rock and yeah. you know metal and It was packed in there. I mean, we ran out of alcohol (laughs) two or three (laughs) times during the night, which is a great thing.
0: Yeah, those are my buddies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, the way that he, I have to give him props, the way that he set up the lights. I mean, I showed him pictures. This is what I think I want it to look like. And, you know, I want it to be really raw and like work lights. And um, he nailed it. He really, really did. So that was really exciting.
0: That also was my favorite. Stage awesome. for sure. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a friend's band play in their uh pack. Yes. They're Those incredible. Dudes are awesome. Absolutely. Um, very cool. It, it was really it was, was, was such a neat thing to like, you know, see you guys had a stage out um up by the Cultural Trust building. Yes. Um, and then the other one that I saw that was real cool, there were people playing down in the little parklet area down there. <laughs> like uh, there was somebody standing. St. Clair down Park, there.
1: do you mean or
0: Nope, down on Pennsylvania Avenue?
1: Yeah, the, in the park lot.
0: There was there was an acoustic guy down That's there. That's cool. I don't that even was... know if he was part of the show. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Oh, all right. Well, then he was standing down. There were people there. And then there was some stuff going on down at the, uh, the DBA office parking floor. lot. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. Lot. And then the kids' lot was next to lapels. Mm-hmm. So It was so cool. It, it really was, awesome. was. And I don't know if you got to catch any of... The, I was really proud about this as well. We did pop-up art exhibits did you get to catch any of those by chance?
0: Um, where were they located?
1: So we actually got Penske to donate two of the trucks. We ha- we got three trucks total. So we had one position in the Art in the Alley lot was what we call it. It's the Helm and Grace parking oh, lot. Oh, I
0: definitely saw that one. Yeah.
1: Okay. And then there was one down in the fringe stage, Dasher Rocket. Okay. Yeah. And then another one we had positioned in St. Clair Park. That's so awesome literally artists, you know, got to build an installation and an art exhibit, um, Moira Richardson used black light and she does a lot of artwork that glows in the dark. That's so so cool. she had T-shirts that glow in the dark as well. And Dasher Rocket actually did this really neat video um, on dating. And so people <laughs> could go into the van and sit there and watch his techniques on speed dating. Right. Um, and they all, you know, the one in the park was uh, with Strive Center for Recovery And one of our artists for our Art in the Alley project, which I'm sure we'll touch base on later, his name was Dimitri. And he utilized art for recovery and just such a neat kid. I can't say enough about him. Um, And he and one of his friends painted a piece in our alley live for our first uh, annual arts walk. And it just so happened a year later, we lost him to addiction. And so his mother works for the Strive Center of Recovery and uh, wanted to participate in Music Fest. And she's continuing his mission to use art for community, yeah. to re- for recovery, excuse me. Yeah. So um, she agreed to do one of the trucks and uh, worked with all of these various different artists that are dealing with recovery. Wow. And sold incredible pieces like people were, you know, buying them, supporting their their passion. And, you know, that's kind of the hope within um, what we're doing within the the local arts and music is to give people exposure opportunities where their passion and their love, you know, it's not just a hobby. Maybe maybe it becomes something more than just that.
0: It's cool that, you know, you guys are really like propping up local artists and, you know, really just helping them along in their, in their journey for exposure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you want to segment away from the music fest, but I can talk absolutely, a little yeah. bit more on that. Um, <clears throat> so like around 2016, I would say I had a lot of artists just finding their way into our office, our administrative mm. offices and saying, you know, there isn't really a place for us within, you know, Westmoreland County, Um, local art isn't something. And I actually lived in Manhattan for many years. And we had uh, a lot of different community, artist communities and contemporary galleries were like art, they were and are huge. Um, And so, We, as the cultural trust, have real estate that uh, assists us in, you know, our mission of keeping the Palace Theater open. And so uh, a lot of our spaces uh, were vacant. And uh, one of the things that I had, um, you know, just asked is, hey, are we able to utilize these spaces to potentially... Bring in some local artists and give them an opportunity. Perhaps, maybe, you know, it's an incubator for them to see if this is again something that they'd like to do as just a hobby or, you know, maybe students need a place to create. They have dorm rooms and, mm-hmm. you know, they, I had a lot of people coming and saying, I'm, I'm upsetting my roommate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm for upsetting sure. my husband or wife. My dining room table is full of art. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it just really made sense for the Westmoreland Cultural Trust to take that on. an initiative and um you know from there it went to our art in the alley project and uh, that's what I was saying how Dimitri has the piece of art there but what's really neat and why I I am bringing this up is people recognize the work of these local artists for sure so they're like oh my goodness that's a Sarah Hunter you know and how cool is that that now it's to that level. Now, we we do have awesome um, art centers as well throughout Westmoreland County, so I definitely want to give them props because mm-hmm. they've been doing this for a while. Uh, the Greensburg Art Center and the Norwin Arts League, the Latrobe Arts Center, mm-hmm. they're doing incredible things. So, again, it takes a village. It takes a community. It takes all of us coming together with a collective um, agreement of my big thing is I always say art improves community. And I, I think there's a lot of proven statistics and facts that it yeah. does. So, so
0: that's a hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I see just what the, you know, I'm from Latrobe. I was born there. So
1: I said Latrobe. Sorry. Oh yeah. See, that's <laughs> the difference.
0: <laughs> if you're a native, it's Latrobe. Totally. Um, But to see like what the, the art center down there is doing just for the small town of Latrobe.
1: Totally. I matched you on Ledger.
0: <laughs> um it's amazing and they're expanding. They I mean really they're are. expanding huge. You know they started out with that one room and then they had two and now they have three rooms in that building that they're doing amazing things with.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I I definitely commend all of the the various art centers for sure. And, you know, I get I love getting invitations in the mail to all of the different functions that they're having and hosting and all of all of the art exhibits. And it's absolutely impossible for me to get to all of them. But I do appreciate seeing them. I'm I'm not able to go to many of them, but just to to see what's happening makes me really excited.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, like, just to speak to the fact that you're probably busy as hell, I mean, (laughs) just like the amount of events that you guys are putting on and things like that, like as a community, we appreciate that so much, but there's got to be things that you run into like problems, restrictions, anything like that. Um, Just getting into, you know, planning events. So like, can you get into any of that?
1: Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, the one the one challenge I would say in planning most of my events is a lot of them are outdoor. (laughs) So the weather really is a challenge. And I try to come up with like a plan A, a plan B and a plan C. (laughs) But I'm going to be really honest. I didn't have a plan B or C for Music Fest. If it rained, I just was hoping there was no lightning because there were many outdoor locations for it. And I guess my plan B was just, well, you know, we have other indoor areas. We have the garage, we've got the Palace Theater, and we had some tented areas. So, you know, I guess people would flood to those zones if, Mm -hmm. in fact, we did uh, have that challenge. Um, Other things that people don't realize are, like, maybe licensing requirements. So, to set up a bar, you know, in a different location other than the Palace Theater, I have to apply for a license and be approved and pay a fee. Um, another challenge with uh, the music fest was garbage so <laughs> I'm gonna be really uh, straight. My job maybe look gla- maybe looks glamorous but at midnight I was literally going from stage to stage with my husband and dragging garbage cans up to the art in the alley oh, yeah so yeah. that we could make sure that we didn't get into any trouble Mm -hmm. so that we could continue this event year after year. So, you know, I had garbage juice all over me and everyone's up here at the Stark uh, after party saying, where are you? I'm like, I'm schlepping garbage. Up
0: garbage.
1: <laughs> but you know what? Those are those growing pains. And it's like yeah. now for next year, it's like, okay, we need, we need to ask for help mm-hmm. for garbage. We need to find somebody that can take that on. We need portagons. you know, yeah. we need, there's a lot of uh, very unglamorous things to the job that you just need mm-hmm. to figure out. I was taking toilet paper to different areas, yeah. you know, and, and stocking the bars. And I think Overall, I think for Music Fest, because I heard a lot of awesome people and comments, and I was walking behind people running from stage to stage. I think I got it, it over 17,000 steps in that day. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I heard people commenting, we should do this every week. And, well, yep. I'd be in the nut farm for sure. But right. But... <laughs> Uh, I would love to be able to do it every week and yeah. offer that to, to Greensburg or even other cities throughout Westmoreland County. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is would it be as special? Would people attend it? You know, would we get the attendance? We had, yeah. I, we, we averaged between five to 8,000 people that we had. Mm-hmm. Would we get that same attendance if it was something that was happening weekly? I don't think we would. Right. And the way that it's set up is to be an end of the summer celebration of our Mm -hmm. music. You know, we've got music in St. Clair park, free music in St. Clair park all summer. We've got music in our palace theater courtyard for our TJS concert series Mm -hmm. all summer long. And so this is just that end of the year celebration. And I think if we, you know, keep it that way, we may get more people that attend and then we could maybe grow it to be a two day festival or something like that. Um, it also takes a lot of funding, you know, a lot of, yeah, yeah, a lot of sponsors. And I have to, to just thank all of the, the corporate partners that we work with at the cultural trust and community supporters and the local retailers and restaurants. And again, everybody that pitched in to make it possible because, you know, even, even the bands, I have to thank all of them because we didn't have a huge budget. So we weren't able to pay, you know, as much as I would have liked to have paid them. I, I was an artist. So yeah. I definitely appreciate you an know. artist's time yeah. and talents. Yeah. Um so hopefully moving forward because of the success, you know, maybe that takes us into another category for next year and people will want the advertising exposure associated with it. And maybe we could get more money and grow it.
0: Yeah. We for did sure. we
1: did move it to a Saturday next year. So instead of it being a Friday. <clears throat> um, it will be on Saturday, August 29th for 2020.
0: Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. I mean, just the hype that goes around, uh, you know, at least what I saw afterwards or during it was just like, it was so crazy. Like I was, I was texting people that I know normally like don't come out on Friday nights and stuff. (laughs) And I'm just like, you guys have to get down here. This is awesome. That's great. And the people that came out were like, Talking about it non stop. <laughs> and then the people that missed it were just like, Oh, I had no idea it was like that big. And I'm like, it was huge. Yeah. Next year, this is what we're doing. Yes. Like it was yes. like to center like an entire day around that, like with your friends to plan a year in advance. I mean, yeah. that's what we're doing right now.
1: Exactly. Because it was so
0: awesome. You did such a great Thank
1: job. Thank you. Thank you. And and I don't know if you know, but all of the bands were local. Yeah. You know, everybody had a local tie, and that was the focus. You know, Summer Sounds, they do what they do really well, but they bring in a lot of national and touring artists, as does the Palace Theatre. A lot of our presenters uh, will bring in a lot of tours and whatnot. Um, what our job is with our fundraising initiatives and our outreach events, like Music Fest, is to put that focus on local. And we were one of the first games in town doing that um, with my, my predecessor who started TGIS. And, you know, now... You can see a local band every single night in Westmoreland County. It's pretty amazing. It is nuts. But now it's like, okay, so now do we have to change this? You know, because now people are doing that. So how do we feature new people so that they can get there in? And, you know, I guess it it does bring up a different challenge, you know, because now there is so much local music every night of the week. Mm -hmm. You know, is it worth doing that anymore or do we, do we tweak that? Do we turn it upside down? Do we do something new? You know, what's, what's missing, right? Yeah.
0: No, that's all good questions right there. I mean, it. um, I'm going to try not to talk about how I lived in Lancaster all the time because that's what I talk about. <laughs> but, um, just the, the whole like community aspect of like that there is they do do like a first Friday of mm-hmm. every month. So it is like once a month and then they do a music thursday or something like that uh or music friday mm-hmm. um and that's like the other week right you okay know, in there somewhere okay. so maybe it's the third
1: week is it is it somebody in particular that plans that is it a cultural trust that's the thing or? i really don't not know sure.
0: i'm not 100 yeah. sure and now that you know hearing the you know challenges that you're up against really makes me appreciate like oh. You know, Absolutely. what all of you guys were doing, you know, up over in Lancaster and here. It is pretty incredible. It really is. Yeah, I mean, and it's,
1: it, you know, again, it takes so many different people. And there mm-hmm. were so many awesome volunteers and people that got involved to make this event happen. And I mean, I can only imagine if somebody's doing it every month, you definitely will grow to have that team, sure, right? Yeah. And you have to rely on that team. And, and my team was a team of volunteers. Yeah. And you know to some people they're like oh it's just a volunteer no we rely heavily on our volunteers For sure. and our volunteers step into um some pretty awesome roles so if you know if people are interested in music and arts and culture we have a great opportunities for people to get involved in that with us. So, you know, it, it ranges from being an usher at the shows and sometimes you get to see some shows, which is fun uh, to helping with music fest arts walk, you know, and uh, party at the palace. I mean, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk more about all these different things, but volunteers are integral to what we're doing because if we had to pay all of those people that helped with music fest, it really wouldn't have been worth our time. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, it would have been great for the city, but when you're bleeding and losing money, it's, it's, it, it comes to be a challenge. Like, should we do this again? Right? right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's, it's important. And like the volunteers, one of my best friends, uh, his mom actually, she volunteers at the, at the palace. Nice. She's an usher and um, she loves doing it. Yeah. She'd like, anytime I've talked to her about it, she just, you know, it was fun for
1: her. Well, that's the best volunteer is somebody that yeah. loves what they're doing.
0: Yeah. She was having a blast doing yeah. it. And, um, You know, that's really cool. I'm really glad that, you know, you're, you're telling everybody now, you know, about what you were doing after, after that, because (laughs) I mean, honestly, God, that I know for a fact that me and my wife would definitely come and help. Had we known we'd definitely come and help. So next year we will come and help.
1: Awesome. I mean, we, we need people to be in charge of different stages, check, check the bands in, Mm -hmm. check the vendors in. I mean, there's so many cool opportunities. There really are.
0: It's really cool. So besides like all of this, do you guys have things in the works? Yeah. Things that you want to talk always.
1: about? Always, Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, up, up and coming. So I guess maybe let me tell you a little bit about the cultural trust in terms of we're not just the mm-hmm. Um When I started in 2013, a lot of people actually thought the, the Westmoreland Cultural Trust was a bank. So,
0: <laughs> okay, this, okay. So did I? Did you guilty the okay. sign?
1: The the symbol of the logo. It looks, like, logo, a it looks yeah. like a column and a and a bank, right? So that was one of my personal like. I'm going to change this. Yep. <laughs> People need to know that we're not a bank. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have the Greensburg Garden and Civic Center, which I'm going to kind of go on a fun a little tangent here. So when I was a little girl, I grew up in Greensburg, and I went to Humfield. Uh, area school district. And I got involved in local community theater. And so I was involved with the Greensburg Civic Theater, which uh, takes place all of their shows and productions are at the Greensburg Garden and Civic Center. Mm-hmm. So in 2013, when I was in New York, and I had my son, and you know, we were trying to decide, you know, as should we move back to the area? And I believe that most people that move away, once they have children, they do move back. They come back. Yeah, I do. I do believe that. (laughs) Uh, My dentist is the one who told me that. But um, we decided to move back because we wanted to be closer to the family and raise him the way that, you know, I was raised here. We have a lot of great things going on. Mm -hmm. So when I moved back, I had reached out to Teresa Bachman, who is basically in charge of everything going on at the Palace Theater, operations and management. And I said, you know, hey, we're, we're going to move back. If there's anything that you can think of, I'd love to get involved with the palace. And even me at the time, like, I didn't really know much about the Westmoreland Cultural Trust. Um, but she got me an opportunity based on, uh, I used to be the flying Karamazov brothers company manager. They're a group of jugglers. No way. Yeah, that was super <laughs> cool. So, um, one of the jobs is to go through these crazy riders, which basically say like what the company needs to come and perform at right. your venue. So it was a very unique thing. And so she had me come in just two days a week. I got to go through writers and see, you know, whether or not it was viable for us to bring a show or not to bring a show. I mean, there are certain artists that like require very high end uh, things that you have to provide for them. And it's just like, well, we can't do that.
0: Only green Skittles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's true. It's very true. Um, But she'd have to tell you the stories. I don't have all of those. But um, just even getting my foot in the door those two days a week, I have to say that, you know, there was something at one point that just hit me. It was like, oh, my gosh, my life has come full circle. Mm-hmm. I started performing with the Greensburg Civic Theater at the, Green- at the Greensburg Garden and the Civic Center. And now I'm working for the Westmoreland Cultural Trust, who manages the Greensburg Garden Center. Like, that's un- unbelievable. Yeah. So it's funny how life works. And um, I think, you know... Like myself, a lot of people don't know that the Palace Theater is associated with the Westmoreland Cultural Trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Westmoreland Cultural Trust is the nonprofit organization that owns and manages the Palace and manages the Greensburg Garden Civic Center. And we actually have, like I said, real estate. So the Union Trust Building, which is located on Main Street across from the courthouse, that's where our administrative offices are, and that's where mm-hmm. the incubator for the arts is located. And we've got the Stark building, which is yep. where you are. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, all of those different things come together and make up who we are, and and the why is so that we can keep the palace open mm-hmm. for generations to enjoy. You know, why is that important? Not just because we want to have shows and entertainment in Greensburg; right. it's um, it's an economic impact. So I don't know if you're if you're familiar, but basically, the economic impact of the palace leader. Alone on Westmoreland County is over eleven million dollars. Wow! So it generates all of this, you know, revenue, all these revenue sources that go to the local restaurants and bars right. and, you know, retailers and so on and so on and so on. And so, you know, we as the Palace Theater, we as the Cultural Trust, we don't make a ton of money, you know, mm-hmm. but everything that we do—the Music Fest and a Party at the Palace—and and we present ten to fifteen shows a year as the Cultural Trust and you know, all these different things that come together and that little pot at the end of the year that we look at, okay, did we make any money just to even break even makes it worth it so that we can make that impact on the County. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I mean like the cultural impact that the palace has just by itself is incredible. It's insane. It's, it's, It's awesome. I mean, when I moved back here, uh, I went to college in Erie when I moved back here, um, I was getting real into like stand-up comedy. Big That's thing. That's cool. And uh you know just listening to it I'm not very funny. But um the I never can remember right? the yeah. the
1: joke the the end of the joke.
0: <laughs> Punchlines are important. Yeah, I'm not good at that. Um so like I get back and I see Louis CK is performing yes 3 blocks from my apartment and I'm like what? So I was like so hyped up. I called every one of my friends and I was like, you need to buy a ticket. We all need to buy tickets. And we went and we had a blast. We walked to the show. We saw Louis C.K. and we walked to the Rialto and had a few drinks and went home.
1: Exactly. It was awesome. And that was
0: just like, that's something that I still tell people every single time I walk past there. Yeah. I'm like, I saw Louis C.K. right there. (laughs)
1: Like. That's crazy. That's great, and and you're you know a perfect example. Thank you for going to the Rialto and having a drink afterwards.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's just how. That's
1: the point. How it works. Yeah. I
0: mean, when I was doing the first podcast with uh, Sean and those guys from Invisible Man, it was there was a show at the Palace. I don't know who was playing, but there were just crowds of people coming in, grabbing a drink, grabbing a pizza, maybe some wings, and then they would go out, Mm -hmm. and then a whole new group would come in, grab a beer. Yeah. There was one guy that came in and he was like. Come on. It was like, the show's not going to start for five more minutes. I can slam it over here. And his wife was like, you better hurry up.
1: So like, Aww. I mean,
0: those guys, it's just like, yeah. that's what happens. Well, Everybody you know, goes down to the Rialto. They, they hit Oliver's anywhere around.
1: That's right. And Sundog's opening up a bar soon mm-hmm. too. So yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a lot more energy and there's like more of a pulse to Greensburg now.
0: There certainly is. Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. It's an incredible feeling now uh, from when it was, you know, maybe when I moved here, back after college mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there is like some serious life going on and that's like that's that's you yeah, that's what that's, you're well, doing that's a, this a, a very mean, large like, group of people right but yes but yes. yeah I mean like you're you're definitely one of the major players here doing that and that's why I was like I have to talk to
1: her oh thank you So absolutely I'm really glad to be here
0: it's fun right
1: well you know people can also live above the palace theater now did you what? know that
0: <laughs> that would be awesome if you're like yeah that's my place right there
1: Yeah, yeah, we've got we've got eight apartments now above the Palace Theater, so that's super cool as well. You know, just free music. It's well, actually, they're (laughs) they're soundproofed. I think pretty pretty well. So maybe I know. I think some people were sad that it was soundproofed, and some people were okay with that.
0: (laughs) That would be awesome. Like during the holidays, you get the uh, the big orchestras in there, and you're just like, "Yep, party at my house." Put
1: you to sleep at (laughs) night, right?
0: (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, like without you guys. I wouldn't be in this space.
1: Yeah, so that's this is like, it's pretty neat.
0: I mean, if, you know, I don't want to get into exact numbers or anything like that, but I mean, like the rent in these places is so affordable, and that's especially yeah. for artists and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, had had the rent been more expensive for this place, I wouldn't have a podcast, studio. you? I'd be, you know, taking my equipment to people's businesses or, you know, having people come to my own home, right. which... Right, It's a terrible thought. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know, yeah, and find it's, the space. It's
1: really great to hear that, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's it's really neat to see all of the different types of talent that come through the incubator. Right, yeah. And um, just to see what they do with the space. And, you know, maybe this for another time, but like to even just look and take a peek into each person's studio. hmm it's amazing. It truly is. Like your space is incredible. I mean, yeah. And then, and if you go to every person's space, Mm -hmm. it, it just is so personable and everybody's is so uniquely different. I love it. It's yeah. so much fun. That's one of my most favorite things to do is during the arts walk, we have open studio. So people off the street can come in and talk to the artists and talk to all of the incubator tenants and just kind of get a glimpse inside the studio is what we say. So it's super yeah. fun.
0: I mean, like if you guys have um, for the music event next year, like the, the party in here,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm definitely hanging out in here. Awesome. I'm going to have some of my friends in here and we'll just like, you know, we'll chill yeah. out in here. And then if people want to walk by and see what's going on in this room,
1: Yeah, exactly. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I totally, you know, got off path, which I do. So,
0: yeah. (laughs) Tend to do that.
1: The Greensburg Garden (laughs) and Civic Center was where I was headed. Oh, there you go. And uh, they're having a 50th anniversary. Isn't that amazing? Fifty years. Fifty years, wow. and um, it's open to the community, and that's on October 25th at five o'clock. So, did want to give a little plug. You, you wanted to know what's coming up? Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's coming up, and then some really awesome shows that are coming up. Um, Sunday, October 20th, is Daughtry. You can oh, cut, yeah, you can cut that if this isn't going to play till later. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thursday, October 24th, is Kit Moore. Do you know? Are you familiar with Kit Moore? I don't think so. Me neither. And it's almost sold out. Really? Yeah. There's so many people that come and I'm (laughs) like, who is that? This is Kip Moore. Check it out. Um, we've got Brett Michaels. I'm sure you know who Brett Michaels is coming up on Friday, November 1st.
0: Poison was my first cassette tape.
1: (laughs) I love it.
0: (laughs) Gotta thank my parents for that one.
1: And he still has the same hairdo. I know. (laughs) And then Sunday, November 3rd for the family, we've got kids bop. So, you know, lots of little fun things going on. And then a ton of holiday shows we have coming up and, um, you know, Westmoreland cultural trust, like I said, we do present a few a year and we have a a family friendly twas the night before Christmas production on black Friday. So that's, that's coming up. That's the other few that we have coming up and we always have, you know, we have a brochure that you can pick up in the box office or in the trust office, but we always have an additional flyer because there's tons of shows that just get added, you know, daily. So, um, always get a paper flyer as well with the up-to-date shows and happenings. Um, also I just wanted to, to let people know with the holidays coming up too, we've got this awesome raffle ticket. And again it's just a, a heartthrob of the community support that we have within Westmoreland County um every day uh leading up to Christmas it's called the 12 days of Christmas raffle ticket your number that you buy can hit all 12 days if you're lucky um and there's awesome prizes that were all donated primarily donated some of the trust we expense ourselves and and uh pay for but um all of these awesome prizes, you know, the grand prize. I'll just tell you is a week timeshare in uh, Riviera Maya, Mexico. So that's super fun. Hmm. It includes a, a gourmet <laughs> dining package, a thousand dollar value, and Delta gift card for five hundred dollars. So, oh well. yeah.
0: I'll be buying a ticket <laughs> for sure.
1: So that's a great stocking stuffer. That's amazing, and, yeah. and then our uh, gift certificates at the palace as well. You can never go wrong because you get a gift certificate that you can go and see whatever it is that they want to yeah. see. So How
0: much is the ticket?
1: The ticket is 25 which is high, but it's a fundraiser for the Palace Theater. That's not even high. $25? <laughs> $25?
0: $25 awesome.
1: for 12, 12 days and 12 chances to win. And yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty cool ticket.
0: That is pretty awesome.
1: Everyone in my family is getting one this year. For so. sure.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Where can people pick those up if... Uh, they want to purchase.
1: So you can come and see me at the the trust administrative office, which mm-hmm. is at one Oh two North main street in Greensburg. Uh, you can also go to the box office at the palace theater, Very which nice. is on uh, West Otterman street.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I hope a lot of people pick those up.
1: I know. That's I'd like really to win.
0: Too. Yeah, me too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, another thing that we have in the works. I don't know. Have you heard of our wings across Westmoreland initiative? I have not. Okay. So it's super cool. You've been to Art in the Alley, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Okay. Many times. Have you gotten a uh, selfie with the wings?
0: Oh, yeah. I definitely have. (laughs) Have you? (laughs) I have and so has my
1: wife. Okay, good. I
0: deleted mine. We kept hers.
1: (laughs) You can get one together. (laughs) Sure, we could. Um, So those wings have become very popular. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the staple pieces in the alley. We've got over 70 pieces of artwork in the alley right now. Um, but the wings are definitely a hit. Uh, we get a lot of varying ages and demographics coming to um enjoy Art in the Alley. It's a the interactive art project, which is super fun. Um, we encourage people to touch the art, to jump in and engage and take pictures. And we actually have a hashtag, um, hashtag WCT's Art in the Alley. And then the photos actually will come up on our website. So um if you do that on Instagram, which you know a lot of the younger demographic are doing right now, we're trying to train everybody to do that. Um, And then you go to the Westmoreland cultural trust website. You can see how much fun um, art in the alley is for literally everybody. So uh, expanding on the wing initiative, um, we created wings across Westmoreland because as you know, the Palace Theater is in Greensburg. Mm-hmm. Our trust administrative offices are in Greensburg. Most of our events are Greensburg-centric. And so um, what we are starting to do is uh, expand our footprint throughout the county, which I'm really excited about. I've been wanting to do insane. this for a while. Yeah. So the Wings Across Westmoreland um, is our kind of planting the seed of that initiative, and one of our incubator artists, Patrick Mahoney, who was the original designer of the wings in our alley, he is custom-creating wings for each city. Um, we have gotten some grant funding to date. We are always looking for more uh, support, individual donations, and whatnot to continue the initiative. But we are able to create six wings right now. And uh, those wings will be going landing in Jeanette uh, Vandergrift, Oh, I should have written this down. Did I? Oh, I did. I'm good. <laughs> Youngwood, Jeanette, Vandergrift, Mount Pleasant, Ligonier, and then Overlease Country Christmas. So
0: this is awesome.
1: Yes, it's so awesome. It's each set of wings is we, we engage that community to say, mm-hmm. hey, what does Youngwood mean to you? What do you, what do you remember about Jeanette from years ago that may not be here anymore? What are some of the things that make it special or memorable to you? Mm -hmm. So it engaged the community to become a part of it. And then the artist creates the set of wings. And, uh, then we actually print them on metal. It's a vinyl wrap that goes on oh, me- cool. metal. Yeah. And then those will get installed. And we're working on an install schedule right now. Um, Overly's country Christmas wings will be revealed on November 22nd and Jeanette's wings will be revealed on November 30th at 430 before the holiday parade. And then we'll have the other dates to come, but. We're super excited and yeah, the communities were really, um, really like hungry for it as well. So I think it's a, another example, you know, yes, we're doing great things in Greensburg Mm -hmm. and we want to continue to do those things, but how can we maybe uh, have initiatives or help people in these other communities throughout Westmoreland County by showing them the kind of like the template that we set up that works for us to grow and continue to grow all of these cities throughout the County.
0: It's incredible. I mean, like I was very excited recently just to see everything that's going on in Greensburg. (laughs) And now to see that like, it's happening so well here that we're starting to expand and help other local towns and things like that. That's just like, that's, this is phenomenal.
1: Yeah. It's exciting. You know what I love too? Like, you know, the college kids, getting them involved. It's like this Mm -hmm. conundrum that we all kind of talk about in the nonprofit world. Like, how do we get everything up to the hill? How do we get the kids to know what's going on? Um, But, you know, the kids are aware now. Like, the alley is engaging them. They're becoming a part of it. Now we have some of them coming and asking to volunteer and get involved. So I feel like that is also a really good direction to get the different universities and find ways to, again, just create these special memories that people remember as they're growing up. And I'm sure you can probably attest oh, yeah. to this, that that's probably what brought you back here. Oh yeah. You know, like I remember going to Overleys and waiting in line at the house. They had it at a house then. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we waited for hours and that was just normal. We did that every Christmas, yeah. you know?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's wild. I mean, I was just, I was at a meeting earlier and I was telling people, you know, I'd moved for college. And then I moved again and then I moved again. I always come back here and this is just, it's where I want to be. So I, how did I you land in Greensburg? Place. Um,
1: if you're from La Trobe, La Trobe.
0: <laughs> So I left and went to a college that was in Edinburgh and I was there when I was coming back. Um, you know, Latrobe's not that, uh, not that hip. So, it's everything getting there. Come it's on. getting there right <laughs> everything you know back then at least closed at like five, yeah, maybe even before five, and it was just there was nothing ever to do. We were a bunch of skateboarders, so we all hung out down at the stadium. We just you know that's where we spent our time, <laughs> but um, you know, went to college came back, and it was just I wanted something a little more with some nightlife, mm-hmm. and so I came to Greensburg, and I always would go stay at my parents' house while I was in college, and then drive out to Greensburg, find somewhere to stay, go out with my friends and you know make a make a weekend out of it. And um, I just thought you know if I'm moving there, I'm just gonna get an apartment downtown and you know I'll be able to hang out and do this all the time. And that's exactly what it was. It was like me and then another group of my friends moved here. Uh, husband and wife moved here, nice. you know, like a bunch yeah. of friends. And so now we all live here. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, you know, like like yourself, I mean, I can think of at least 10 people right off the top of my head, like you were saying, like there are people who want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Like we want it to be happening. We want it to develop. We want it to grow. And I think, you know, our our age range of coming back here and, yeah. and kind of like taking what we've learned in other parts of the world yeah. and bringing that back to the area. I think that that's really important. And then it's definitely happening, which it sure is, is so exciting.
0: I mean, you can see influence, I think from plenty of different places. Yeah. Um, you know, on the first episode, Sean was talking about, he lived in uh, this down in the Southside works and, yeah. you know, just seeing a lot of things going on down there. He's starting to see it happen here in Greensburg, me out in Lancaster, or up in Edinburgh. You know, I, I'm starting to see that stuff happen here. Right. And so I mean, it's just, I think it's an amazing thing. Like now, I remember my parents never wanting to come to Greensburg when I was little. Mm-hmm. But now my mom, she comes to the events here all the time. That's now great. Because we're so involved and we're real happy about it. Yeah. And I want like, you know, I want my nieces to come here. I want my sister to come. I want my mom to come and stuff like that. So right. it's awesome. We're always just like, so, Hey, there's something going on. You can ease, you guys need to come to Greensburg.
1: So I know you're interviewing me, but let me ask you a question. Okay. <laughs> so, um, parking, does that ever, do you think that ever deters, you know, you or other people from coming into some of these events? No. Good.
0: No. I Good. mean, if it's, you know, a lot of times, um,
1: you think it's just that people don't know sometimes about what's happening.
0: Probably. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, if parking isn't that big of a deal, I mean, you can park,
1: you walk, right.
0: I mean, <laughs> am normal. I, are you guaranteed parking when Never. we go to Pittsburgh? Never. I mean, like, exactly. I just went to, uh, I went to go see, um, John Mayer.
1: Yeah. At, oh, fun. Right. Yeah. Amazing show. Ugh. but, um, I have a funny story about him. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Um, so, I mean, we got down there. There's no guaranteed parking no, down there. Definitely I mean, you, not. You find where you can park and you do it. Yeah. Um. I mean, a lot of times, if we know that it's going to be busy, like, you know, this time for the music fest, we didn't know. Sure. But For next year, I mean, we live just right up, you know, right up the hill. Yeah. So Uber. I we're gonna when, Uber or we're gonna walk. I think when I mean, parking's
1: a problem, to me, I see that as a good thing. Yeah, for cause sure. Because it's like something's happening. Something's happening. Right? It's exciting. There's exactly. A buzz, totally. You know? John Mayer, you want to hear?
0: Yep, let's hear it. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that dude. I love him.
1: So I admittedly am not like a person who follows who's famous. Right. It's just not something I ever did. And I know a lot of people that are, they know everybody, right? Mm-hmm. That they, they, You say a name from a movie and, and you know who they are. Right, yeah. That's not me. So I was in New York City and in between my acting gigs, you know, you do what you have to do. And I was uh, doing the Dave Chappelle show.
0: (laughs) You did the Dave Chappelle show, yes. And I was I
1: was on the episode "White People Can't Dance."
0: (laughs) Holy crap!
1: (laughs) Which is totally me, right? (laughs) Right. So I'm in this office because that's what the scene was. We were in an office and we were all having like a a meeting, and um, then somebody plays this music, and then we all just break into this crazy, you know, (laughs) dance, which I really struggled with. However, I'm I'm in the holding room and Dave Chappelle's there and people, you know, we're all just kinda like talking and hanging out, which cause it's a hurry up and wait. Right. Yeah. And I'm sitting beside this guy with a guitar and like, I love music, right? So I just started talking. I'm like, hey, that how long have you played? You know, that's so awesome. You know, I I really wish I would have played when I was younger. I tried to play uh, the drums, but my, my school made me play the clarinet. And, you know, I'm, like, telling them all these ridiculous things, <laughs> just making small talk, trying to kill some time. So then uh, Dave Chappelle comes over and says, okay, you know, I'm going to need you to come over here with me and take some away. <laughs> Everybody's sitting around the table, and they're looking at me like I'm this big moron, which clearly I am. And they're like, do you not know who that is? Like, no. <laughs> They're like, that's John Mayer. And again, I'm like, who's that? And they're like, seriously? (laughs) Do you know the song, Your Body is a Wonderland? Wonderland. I'm like, no.
0: What's that guy? (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) I know who John Mayer is now. Sure do.
0: (laughs) Yep. That is hysterical. Yeah. That's funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'll segue us into something new if you'd like. There you go. Cool. So something uh, new that's happening, which actually became a cool initiative of two of our local artists. Um, They're actually husband and wife, and they're not in the 102 uh, North Main Street building. They're at 108 North Main and um, Mark Snyder and Marty Hagen. And they came to me and said, you know, we've got this little room in the back, which we used as a slop sink room is what we called it. Just an area where people could clean their brushes and maybe store some paint for like projects that were going on in the alley. Mm -hmm. I would say it's a little bigger than this room. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they said, you know, would you be opposed to us creating a tiny gallery? And I thought, you know, I love Tiny Desk. So Tiny <laughs> tiny Gallery, I like the name. I like that. That's kind of fun. And, you know, we didn't have a space or a, a contemporary gallery. We did have one in town, um, but I think they moved back to New York. So I thought that might that might be interesting. So I did want to give the tiny gallery a little plug. Yeah. Um, it is at 108 North Main, and Mark is uh, has lined up his wife Marty. Um, she's going to be featuring photographs in November for an exhibition, and it's photographs and texts of her mother. Um, and it's documenting basically her struggles with dementia. Um, November's National Alzheimer Awareness Month. So we're really I'm really excited about this exhibit and what we're going to do is utilize the window that's on Main Street and the hallway and then the tiny gallery as a space to kind of just tie it all together. Um, So in November feel free during office hours to stop by. Um, Our space there is open from 9 to 5 Monday through Friday and then I believe they'll be doing it by a Appointment as well but we'll also have you know a reception and something like that but um I, we're just now we have a tiny gallery on top that's of so everything cool. else which is fun <laughs> that's awesome I
0: mean and that show sounds really awesome I mean it like really really deep, interesting really yeah impactful yes that's that's really, really
1: cool. Yeah, definitely. So that's exciting. And then, um, at the Greensburg garden and civic center, we also feature every month, a different artist. Um, and in the hallway, they have a a walker hanging system. So, um, Mm -hmm. whoever signs up to be the artist for the month, they can do an exhibit there. So we've got that we've got now the tiny gallery contemporary gallery, Got Art in the Alley. Um, And then at the Palace Theater upstairs, uh, we just added the walker hanging system up there. So on the horizon, um, hopefully we'll be incorporating Mm -hmm. some artwork up there as well.
0: Can you explain what the walker hanging system is?
1: Yeah, so it's a way that the artists can feature their work without... Banging holes into the wall, (laughs) (laughs) which just helps a facility with, you know, transition from show to show. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the tiny gallery, we're not doing that. We will be, you know, puttying the wall and redoing it each time. Mark's been incredible about doing that. Um, but for an area like the Palace Theater or the Greensburg mm-hmm. Garden and Civic Center, that's not something that we really can do. So right, yeah. it's a system that's basically like a piece of chair rail that goes across yeah. the room. And then there's a little hook and a stick. And then on that stick, you can put these little metal bits that you kind of like tighten up. And you can put as many, you know, on on one stick at a time, depending on how many pieces they'd like to hang And it's just a really awesome, simple, effective way of having gallery exhibits. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. There's so much more going on around here than I even knew before we started this. Yeah. It's like I'm looking forward to just doing all of these things, checking this stuff out. Is there more?
1: There's more. Let's hear it. So Party at the Palace is our signature fundraising event. So that is um, the last Saturday of February annually. And so that'll be February 29th. And, you know, in the past, it's always been the who's who, you know, and, and the people that want to show their support to the palace it's been growing into becoming like a party of the year where people just come because they want to be able to see what we're doing next. Yeah. So we have an awesome committee and we change the theme up every year. Last year was Vegas. So we actually had tables and people coming, you know, you got to play. We had, mm-hmm. Um, an Elton John impersonator. We had Lady Gaga impersonator. We had (laughs) Elvis Presley marrying people and renewing vows. I mean, it was super fun. So this year um, the committee's uh, still working out the theme, but I have Mm -hmm. a feeling it's going to do with something with masks. So that's kind of where we're going with that. And it is a really fun night and also a community affair because um, every restaurant in Westmoreland County. Almost every restaurant is a part of it. So you get to sample foods from all of them. If you don't, you know, instead of going out here to to this restaurant or that restaurant, you get it all in one place at one night. So it's super, it's super cool. Um, And it's a fun night that supports the palace. Um, The Arts Walk, I, I just briefly mentioned that, but that's a collaboration between the Westmoreland Cultural Trust and the Westmoreland Museum of American Art and uh, that's the last Saturday of April, so that'll be April 25th, just so people can put that on their calendars. And um, as I mentioned, we've got the TGIS concert series. That's that outdoor series yeah. um, where we, we started doing it. And now everybody's doing it. So we're kind of like, do we keep doing this? Nah, keep,
0: <laughs> doing it. keep doing it.
1: <laughs> That'll be from June 4th to August 20th next year. And again, Music Fest will be on August 29th, 2020. And then did you get to, to see anything about Blues Brews and Barbecue? That was a new event we had this year as well. I did not. That was really fun. So um, Jess Hickey from the Downtown right. Greensburg Project, um, she does the Greensburg Craft Beer Week. Right. And for probably the last three years, she has been wanting us to participate in that. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been wanting to participate in it, but we've had other events that are conflicting with each other. So I told her, you know, no matter what we're going to do it this year, and we did. It was a first-time event. It was a huge success. We had lo- two local um uh barbecue places. We had uh blues music, of course, which you have to have for a blues, yeah, brews, and barbecue event. And um we had like a giant uh, Connect four and oh, we had awesome. cornhole and I mean it was really just a very casual, super fun event. We had the Draft Streets beer wagon, which we also had at the music fest. Um and so a lot of the yeah. local brews, which was the whole point. And I think people really liked it. So much fun. Yeah.
0: I mean this whole list is just full of fun stuff. What's tell tell me about the Arts Walk. Where does that take place?
1: The Arts Walk takes place all over downtown Greensburg. Mm-hmm. And um we have various uh, artists and activities stationed throughout town. It's, mm-hmm. it's a smaller uh, scale of maybe the Music Fest, but for artists. That's so cool. Yeah, it really is. And um, that's the one where we have the artists open up their studio spaces mm-hmm. at the incubator. So we funnel the people through the incubator so that they can go in, either watch an artist creating something, talk to them. The artists are selling their pieces. Uh, we have bands on the loading dock that's in Art in the Alley. Um, we've got different vendors set up throughout town. The museum has a ton of activities like make and take activities going on. Um, I think they pair it with their community days a lot of times. Um, and, you know, it's like basically you go, you get a map, and it it has all the markings like with Music Fest, and there's a ton of places and a ton of art. And it's just a really awesome celebration of the local artists that we have in Westmoreland County.
0: It's so much fun.
1: Yeah, and we have a Palace mobile app, so... One of the challenges with my job is everybody says, tell me who's coming to play at the palace, or right. <laughs> can you get us tickets? Or, you know, we get a ton of donation requests, and mm-hmm. what people don't realize is we don't get free tickets. You know, the, a lot yeah. of times the shows that are coming are presented by somebody like Drusky or Elko mm-hmm. or Latchaw. Right. So we don't get any free tickets, so any time that somebody, you know, puts in a request for that to us, they, they don't understand sometimes that the Westmoreland Cultural Trust is a member-based organization, Right. So what that means is members donate uh, annually to us Mm -hmm. and that money, we have a fiduciary responsibility to use it towards our mission in the way we say we're using it. So for us to then go and buy tickets to give to somebody else to use for whatever it is that's not exactly how it works. So, right. um, my big thing and my, you know, what I would love to communicate and kind of get more people to understand is, you know, as much as we'd love to give away free tickets, it's just not always that it's not possible. Right. And I don't always know who's coming to the palace because I'm primarily fundraising events and, outreach events um, however we have this awesome Palace Theater app which I highly recommend downloading yeah. and everything is there I mean you can you can even learn about becoming a member becoming a corporate partner of the trust um, there's a dining page and there's just everything in an app that's awesome so if you ever need to know instead of calling me and right. me saying I don't know download the app
0: <laughs> when's John Mayer coming to the Palace Theater?
1: oh I don't know yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I'd recognize right. him this time.
0: It's <laughs> very cool. So like, I mean, just how long has the cultural trust existed here?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to turn my paper over cause I put some cheat, sheet oh, okay. cheating notes here. So 1992, basically. Wow. And okay. back, back then it would, they were called the Westmoreland trust. Right. Okay. So they were kind of born then. And, um, they were formulated to basically manage the Greensburg garden and civic yeah. center with the McKenna foundation. Um, And then, you know, they had this mission to serve the community on a larger scale, and they took on different leadership roles to enhance the cultural life and economic well-being in Westmoreland County. So then we have collaborated over time. I hope you don't mind I'm looking at my notes. No, absolutely not. We've collaborated with a lot of other arts and cultural organizations like the Laurel Ballet, Mm -hmm. the Greensburg Civic Theater, Westmoreland Symphony, uh, River City Brass, the stage right sensations, um, and all of these different, uh, organizations and community, uh, to not only bring the arts and culture to the area, but to bring, you know, unique community spirit and regional pride basically. So the trust, um, was created and maintained, uh, by a a very small group of individuals. Um, I I always like to tell this story. Um, At one point in time, um, our board chair was sitting in the Palace Theater and um, it was told that they were going, this was before we actually owned it, Um, there was talk about tearing down the theater and turning it into either a parking lot or a Chuck E. Cheese. Can you imagine?
0: Both would be terrible. (laughs) I'd rather have a parking lot. Terrifying, isn't it?
1: (laughs) So he rallied a group of incredible uh, community-minded individuals together, and that's basically how it was formulated. So, I mean, that's how we ended up taking over the Palace Theater, which thank thank God, God, right? Seriously. (laughs) Um, And then in 2005, we were renamed the Westmoreland Cultural Trust Mm -hmm. to better identify the mission and the purpose um, that we were doing within the region. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I know I read yesterday uh, when I was doing my research. It, but you guys, since the inception of this, have donated eighteen point eight million dollars to to just the, growing the culture of of Greensburg in the area. And yeah, things.
1: yeah. I mean, definitely. I would. I don't even know that's, if that's the correct number at this point, right.
0: but it's got to be more than that.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure. It's incredible. It really is. Um, you know, little. Known fact, which a lot of people don't know, is we did have a hand in helping with the lamp. At one point in time, we we invested a lot of time and a lot of yeah. resources and money into renovating and and to trying to to bring the, the lamp back. Um, we also uh, owned the the train station, and I mean, what a gorgeous, gorgeous that building! Oh my gosh, isn't it it's beautiful? Gotta, it's got to
0: stay around forever.
1: It's gorgeous. We don't own it any longer, but we yeah. were uh, responsible for. Maintaining it and mm-hmm. updating it, and I mean the re- the renovations that were done there yeah. were really beautiful.
0: I mean, as a photographer, I use that building. Oh yes, on a weekly basis, absolutely, it's, it's fantastic. It is. Um, and we have
1: I, a we have a new CEO now. Um, her name is April Copas. so we're really excited to have her on our team. She. Uh, Came from the land bank. And so I think, you know, a lot of what we've been doing to set us up for success. Now she's just going to grab those reins and lead us on in the right direction. So we're really excited about that. We have an awesome, awesome team very dedicated. Anybody that works in nonprofit knows that you don't just do one job and it's, this is not just your (laughs) only job. (laughs) It's like, put this hat on for now and put this one on later. So, um, I do want to commend my fellow staff and coworkers. They really work, work really hard. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've had the opportunity to work with a bunch of non nonprofits through like my video business. And it's just like, you know, the work that you guys do is it's insane. It's fantastic. It I is. mean that there are people out there that that can handle, like you said, all the hats that they have to wear. Yeah. in on a, in a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Definitely. But um.
1: Yeah, but we're. I'm really proud. I'm really proud to be a part of it. You know, I'm yeah. proud that all of my past life experiences have kind of led me to this point, and. I, you know, I really believe in the mission and I think everybody that works there truly believes in the mission and is passionate about what we're doing. And Mm -hmm. I think you, you have to be, to, to be a part of it. For sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Cool. Well, can you tell us how to, I guess, find more information on the cultural trust? And I mean, we've already got the app for the palace theater and things like that. (laughs) Yes. Please download the app. Quit bothering Kelly.
1: (laughs) <laughs> well, we have, we're have we on Facebook, so right. a lot of people are there. So you can find the Westmoreland Cultural Trust on Facebook and also the Palace Theater. Um, there's also the Greensburg Garden and Civic Center. So there's three mm-hmm. different Facebook pages um, on Facebook. Um, we do have an Art in the Alley uh, group on Facebook, so you can go there and kind of get plugged into what's happening with Art in the Alley. If there's a new piece, we definitely throw it up on there. Yeah. Um we have a volunteer group that's also on Facebook. So if anyone's interested in volunteering, we loop them in there so that they kind of have everything that's coming up so they can let us know what they're that's interested great. in. Um of course the best way is always the theater.org and the westmorelandculturaltrust.org um our websites. And uh what else? We have an Instagram page for Westmoreland Cultural Trust. Uh I think that's everything.
0: There you go. There's a ton of ways
1: there's a ton of ways to find us, to right? Find these guys I hope and get I said them all. Did I say them all? I don't know. PalaceTheater dot org. Yeah. Yep. 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 I think that's it. That's you awesome. can also call us if you like to call. I'm, I mean, yeah. we don't really call anymore right? I, a, I don't. I'm a big phone guy. Are you? Oh yeah. See, I don't, I don't like to call, but the, the palace leader box office is 724-836-8000. There you go. And the Westmoreland cultural trust is 724-836-1123. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm really excited that I got to talk to you and yeah. I want people to get on that volunteer Facebook page. That's Super important. Yep. Um, you definitely shouldn't be the only one out there well, <laughs> cleaning I mean, up after your events and stuff. So. Local,
1: local musicians and local artists, yeah. too. Please reach out because, again, we, we always want to feature new mm-hmm. and give them the same opportunities we've given all of these people who are now out in the community like crazy, right? Absolutely. So that's always important. All right. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. time.
0: Yo, how cool is Kelly. I think we just had an awesome conversation about the cultural trust and all of the incredible things that they're doing for our community and other communities that are around us here in Greensburg. Don't forget to connect with them on social media and the app that she was talking about for the Palace Theater. That is pretty incredible. You can find out what shows are coming up and uh, plan accordingly. Thank you guys so much for checking out the second episode of The Local. I'm very excited for where this thing is going. And uh, I wanted to thank you guys for the amount of engagement that we received from the first episode as well. We'll see you guys next time.